thanks for checking out the Long and Short of It podcast. You can find us on all good podcast platforms. Please consider following or subscribing. We hope you enjoy the show. Hello and welcome to the Long and Short of It, the podcast where we discuss each of the games on the Metacritic Top 100 list. My name's Lawrence and I'm joined by... This is Dan. Welcome to the podcast. Welcome to a festive episode of the podcast for our third ever Christmas special. Um, which is a bit mad third that we've one. done wow. three. Yeah, it'll be um, three years in February since we started the podcast. That uh, is ridiculous. It is. If it was a child, the child would be three years old now, almost. Yeah. Because that's so. how time works. <laughs> weren't expecting that, were you? Are you Doesn't well today? Like three years. Um, I'm a bit run down. There's there seems to be uh, lots of things going around at the moment. Half my office, my new office, because I started a new job. Um, lion tamer, as we've discussed. Yes, lion tamer. Half the lions were sick. Mm. <laughs> um, yeah, so something's going around, and I'm a bit under the weather, um, but I am now uh, finished for Christmas. So tomorrow I travelled back down to lovely Essex and I see my family and I return to work on the 9th of January so I've got a nice long break to recover and get some energy back because I'm pretty wiped out and I'm sure you are too. Um, How are you? Yes, I'm quite well. I do not finish work tomorrow. I'm I'm in till the 23rd. So Friday's my last day. We're obviously recording this a little bit earlier. But um, yeah, I've still got a few days left. And I go back to work on the 3rd. Do you have any so, festivities planned in your work for the last few days? Um, no, just just work. I, I feel <laughs> got quite a lot of stuff to do. So, Did you have a Christmas do or anything? Uh, yeah, yeah we, we, had a, we had a proper Christmas do, which... Not many people went to, but then one of our subcontracting um, other companies took us out for Christmas in Camden, which was good. I think they spent a lot of money and had some decent food. I had some crocodile. Um, oh, yeah. Did you go walkabout? No, it was like, um, I think it's called like Shaka Zulu or something uh, in Camden, in London. Uh, it was all right. It was pretty good. Um, but yeah, that very festive meat of, of crocodile, which was yeah. delicious. But speaking of Christmas and festivities, like we said at the start, this is a... Crocodiles. And crocodiles. We're talking about Metal Gear Solid 3 to... No. Um, this is a this is a festive episode, and like we said, this is our third Christmas episode. We've said before, I think maybe a week or two ago, as well as the fact, I think we said it in our last Christmas episode as well, which was on uh, Canis Canem Edit or Bully. There aren't many, if any, Christmas games on the list, slash just in general... So we've had to kind of outsource a little bit and and find a game that has a Christmas vibe about it from outside of the list. So this is a game that isn't on the Metacritic Top 100. Um, But today we are going to be playing the Insomniac game from uh, a PlayStation 5 release title, which is Spider-Man Mars Morales. So came out in November of 2020, like I said, as a PS5 release game. And just in case you're interested, even though it's not in the top 100, it has a meta score of 85. So, as many of you may know, this um, this list, when we come to the end of it, both me and Dan are going to 
put forward a few games that we want to discuss and make the other play. And one of mine was going to be Spider-Man. Um, but fortuitously, we, well, I no longer have to suggest that one because we've now got to play one beforehand, which is nice. Even though it's not the the full 2018 Spider-Man game, it's, you know, a, a bit of an add-on, a bit of a... Very, very similar though. Um, yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's it, it's um, A lot of the discussions would be the same if, <laughs> if yeah. you were playing. It, it's, it's an add-on game, isn't it? Um, to, to the 2018 version. So, yeah, what's what's your history with this game and what version did you play? Um, so my, my history with the Insomniac franchise is that I bought Spider-Man very soon, maybe immediately after it came out, and I platinumed it within a, a week or two, and I've not played it since then. Um, I, I, I quite enjoyed it. I think it's some areas were very strong, and some areas um, I feel like could do with a bit of an overhaul. And for Miles Morales, I've not played it, um, so this was the first time I've completed this. I played it on um, my laptop, my gaming laptop that I bought. It recently released onto Steam, so that was a nice opportunity for me to to play this version of the game. Um, what about you? I know you've got a bit more history than I've got with it. Yeah, I've, I've completed Mars Morales um, before I completed it quite recently, actually. It was, um, I didn't get it, to be honest, I didn't get any PS5 games when I first got my PS5 because I found myself balking at the cost of PS5 games. Um, this did come out on the PS4 uh, to note, but they were really pushing for, for people to get on PS5, a little bit similar to what they did with Breath of the Wild with uh, Wii U and then the switch so i played this i probably started this game about a year or so ago maybe and then fell off as i often do with games and as long time listeners the podcast know i fall off of a lot of things with games um and in life and in life and in love and in a lot of chairs i hear yes that's right um but yeah so I played it about a year ago, fell off, and then I picked it back up probably about four months ago um, and and played it through and completed it. Um, I didn't platinum it. I haven't platinumed the original Spider-Man from 2018 either by Insomniac. Um, but yeah, this this was a game that I'd recently completed anyway, so I was going back to it, um, which was quite nice because it's rare that we come across games on in, in the normal top 100 list that we've recently played or recently completed and just get to kind of relive it a little bit. So in line with this being a Christmas episode, as with Canis Canem Edit, that section has a bit of a, um, a Christmas section. And with Super Mario, was it Galaxy that we did for the first Christmas episode? We did, um, yeah, we did Galaxy first of all. Because that's got a few snowy areas. Yeah. What's the what's the Christmas vibe with this game? What what makes it a Christmas game? Um, it's set during Christmas. It's actually probably the most Christmassy game that we've played um, so far for our Christmas episodes. It's more of a it's more Christmas window dressing yeah. than anything else. So you've got the same New York that you had in Spider Man twenty eighteen, except that it's got a new coat of christmas um so it's very snowy it snows a lot you get occasional snowstorms at certain points in the story 
Um, there are uh, decorations littering the streets. Um, you can see into windows, you can see Christmas trees and uh, Miles Morales' apartment is all decorated in a Christmas fashion. There are sort of winter food stalls and stuff like that. So yeah, it's, they've done a good job with it. It's, it's, um, I prefer it to the New York in Spider-Man 2018. I think it's just got a bit more character, a bit more life. And again, we don't see Christmas very often in video games, so it's nice to see. So yeah. yeah that's, that's kind of... It, it doesn't really... It, it does a touch on it a bit during the story, but it's nothing to me that was significant. You're not... Um, you're not swinging around giving people presents or um beating up santa no this this version of beating up santa well that's what you do at christmas isn't it that's uh (laughs) that's what you do if you get on the naughty list you beat up santa you give him an uppercut um but yeah i i i much prefer 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 this version of new york um from the one in 2018 now i think a lot of people would say and would agree that there's something magical about New York at Christmas. Now, that is coming from someone that's literally never stepped foot out of Europe. I've never been to America. I've never been to New York. Um, I know you've been to America, but I don't think you've been to New York, have you? I've been to New York State. I've not been to New York City. Right. There's there's always that romanticised look of, of New York at Christmas, isn't there? Like the snow, the light, Central Park. It's supposed to be... Yeah. You know, this a very... Is, to be specific, this is Manhattan, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, and you know a lot of people you know have have desires to go to 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 New York City at Christmas. One of my colleagues from work is actually going uh, to New York this Christmas, um, and particularly with this game, the 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 twenty eighteen Spider Man is it's just New York. It's very not it's not focused in specific areas. Where this game itself, Miles Morales, it focuses a lot more on community. And is a lot more based in yeah in Harlem, um, which was an area of New York that I I heard of, but I don't really know anything about. Um, but that brings us into the story. So, what's the story of um, of Spider Man Mars Morales? So it kind of picks up um, where twenty eighteen left off, and Mars Morales is introduced introduced as a character. I apologize. I I apologize for my difficulty speaking. My nose is very blocked. Um, <laughs> so, so yeah, it picks up there, and basically, you are now Spider-Man, and the actual Spider-Man goes on holiday. Yeah. Well, not not sort of, sort of goes on holiday, um, and you have to you're covering your shift for a little bit, pretty and much. And you, you don't really know what you're doing. You're, you're still very early on, aren't you, uh, Miles? Yeah, he's a he's a very new Spider-Man. He, he's still learning the ropes. Yeah, you're a new starter, and uh, the main person's gone on leave, and you have to pick up the slack. Um, so that's that's <laughs> pretty much. And then the chaos ensues. Um, Rhino escapes. That all happens while Spider-Man is still around, but um, he reappears later. Um, you've got a you've got a, f- a few friends. You've got Genki, who is your sort sort of sidekick. You've got your mum, who's back in it. Um, she is. I don't know what she's some sort of political figure. Yeah. And you've got um, Finn, who is um, Miles Morales' childhood friend, who 
sort of turns out to be the villain, which is a bit of an interesting spin. There's an evil corporation um, that's also sort of the villain that uh, gets a bit of a sort of comeuppance at the end. And really, it's a lot to do with Miles Morales' relationship with Finn. And um, uh, spoilers, eventually Finn flying up into the sky and sacrificing herself and then everything everything carrying on as normal. Yeah. <laughs> the, the, the incorporation with Finn, um, or, or as Finn being one of the antagonists, I thought was, um, I don't know, it just feels a little bit lazy. It's a very tried and tested superhero trope, isn't it? I mean, that's exactly what happened in Spider-Man 2018 with, um, with yeah, Otto Octavius. I think, I think they did it better there. Yeah. But that, that game is a lot longer as well, isn't it? Whereas this game's like a, I don't know, a, an eight to 12 hour game. Whereas Spider-Man 2018, you've probably got about 30 hours to, to you know, get to get get to grips with the story and the characters, etc. So I, I don't think it was done badly, but it's just something that's done in superhero media that is done a lot, you know? I think the problem with it is that um, Finn starts off as really quite likeable and very suddenly turns bad and it doesn't feel it doesn't feel like natural progression to get there um and mm. one second she's um she doesn't want to hurt miles morales and then a second later she's literally pummeling the hell out of him and is on on the verge of killing him which it just seemed a bit there, there's um there's quite a nice section later on where you go to the science um fair museum thing and you get to see some backstory between them, but you'd not really seen that before. So you're you're presented this relationship, but it's already established and you've not seen it get to that point. So you're just being told it. Whereas later on, they do show it a bit and I feel like it's a bit too little too late with it. Yeah. I, I, think, I think it was always going to have to be something like that if they were going to go down that route with the the length of the game, I suppose. Yeah, they they were battling with pacing issues inbuilt because yeah, they had they had they didn't have this really long story to tell or yeah, really long game and to tell I, th- I think it's important to note with this game that the story isn't really where the focus is this time. Like with twenty eighteen, the gameplay was obviously a huge deal because you know famously for the past twenty years, companies that make Spider Man games were always trying to to get that holy grail of feeling like Spider-Man, whatever that means. But Spider-Man 2, back on the PS2. Yeah, that, that, that was kind of the the bar, isn't it? That Spider-Man yeah. 2 that came out in the early noughties was easily the most fun in terms of web swinging. And that's what people like playing Spider-Man games for. Yeah. And 2018 nailed the the gameplay in terms of traversal and yeah. being Spider-Man. Like, it's brilliant. And they made it how you remembered Spider-Man 2 to play rather than how it actually played. Yeah, like there, there, there were still a few questionable bits of web swinging in the newer ones, whereas with Spider-Man 2 it was if there's nothing for you to swing on, you cannot swing on anything. And it, yeah. that's mostly the case with, with the newer whereas iterations. Spider-Man 1, if you remember, you could just yeah, you could just swing from the sky. Yeah, I, I played that game a lot when uh, when it came out. Oh, yeah. um, it, was, it was all right. It was you could, you could unlock the Green Goblin, couldn't you? Um, go around on the glider, which which was always fun. But the thing that I I find with Mars Morales is 
they did it for two reasons. One was to show off what the PS5 could do because this was really, um, even though it didn't end up being so for Xbox, it was supposed to be that um, Halo Infinite was going to be the, the flagship um, starter game for the Xbox Series X and it didn't turn out that way. They had to delay it. But that was really how Spider-Man Miles Morales was being pushed. Maybe in line with the remake of Demon Souls, perhaps. But yeah, Miles Morales was really where they wanted to show off and flex the muscles of what the PS5 could do. And slightly different experience to you playing it on, on, on a gaming laptop. Um, but, you know, you've got two options. Well, I don't know if you've got the options on, on PC, um, of whether you have to choose one or the other. on PC. Yeah, it's either you play at 60 FPS or you play at um, 4K, I think, ray tracing. Um, which, like, playing a game like this, I think it's better to play it in 60 FPS rather than worrying about the ray tracing because the game looks good anyway. Like, it looks fantastic. It's got very nice ray tracing. Um, so, I obviously, PC owners are a bit spoiled here and because uh, you can play at 60 4K ray tracing. Yeah. I use DLSS, which um, they had uh, resolution scaling. So if um, if basically if the performance was ever struggling, it would just adapt the resolution. I didn't really notice anything going on, but um, yeah, it's it's a very good port. Sony has done a very good job with their ports over to Steam, um, and I'd say that there's not much that the new Sony is uh, should be commended for, but the, these ports that they're doing are very good. So. And I mean, before um, before this game, and arguably into the Spider Verse, I'm not I'm not sure if you're a huge Spider Man fan. I think we both like Spider Man, but none of us are like diehard Spider Man fans, are we? No, I, I very much like the uh, Tobey Maguire films. I love those. But, um, yeah, I'm not I'm not an avid follower of Spider Man or, or the films or comics or anything like that. It seems that since. Um, since the Marvel Cinematic Universe has become what it is, which is absolutely insanely massive, um, there there have been a few licensing issues with with Spider Man, um, because it, it was the case that Sony owned, um, I think, the rights for Spider Man mostly. Yeah, um, the film rights. Um, obviously, Marvel owns the license, but yeah, they own the film rights. That was it. So, so there, there's been a lot of toing and froing about whether or not Spider Man can continue being in the MCU. Um, and you know Tom Holland uh, currently plays Spider-Man on the big screen and and to be fair I think Tom Holland's a really good Um, Spider-Man have you seen the Spider-Man films with Tom Holland in? Um, I've seen bits of it I've not sat and watched it properly and I I, same as you I I grew up with the um, the Tobey Maguire films but also, even though they weren't fantastic films I thought Andrew Andrew Garfield was a decent Spider-Man as well um, yeah, very different. Kind of, the, the opinion turned on them very quickly. So, when they first came out, there were there was a hell of a lot um, of praise for them, and then the opinion just turned. And especially since Tom Holland started playing him. But since um, I think is it called No Way? I think it's called No Way Home. Um, since No Way Home came out, I think people have softened again to the Amazing Spider-Man, which was Andrew Garfield's tenure, but. What I wanted to bring up in terms of Spider-Man, like I said, before 
this game and before Into the Spider-Verse, which is what I'm about to talk about, I didn't really know anything about Miles Morales at all, really. Um, we, were you aware of, of who Miles was or, 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 you know, his existence within the, the Spider-Man universe? I don't know. I don't really remember. Um, I don't really have a, a firm memory of when I first became aware of Miles Morales. Yeah, it's... It's one of those things that I think I remember hearing that there are a few people, a few different people that have donned the Spider-Man costume, and one of them was Miles. And I didn't really know anything about him until I watched. I think it's the 2018 film, or was it 2016? Um, but it's a Sony film, so it's not a, it's not an MCU film, but Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. Uh, have, have you have you seen that film? Um, no, I haven't. No, you. I I really recommend it. Um, is probably the best Spider-Man the film I've one? seen. Is that the Tom Holland one, or is it? No, 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 no. It's it's an animated Sorry. one. Oh, okay. Um, came out in twenty sixteen, and it's it's by Sony. So the, the the Tom Holland ones in the MCU are Spider Man Homecoming, Spider Man Far From Home, and then Spider Man No Way Home, I think. Whereas Into the Spider Verse is a completely animated version, um, in which Spider Man Home 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 Ho Ho Ho. It um. It revolves around Miles and him becoming Spider-Man, but also finding a multiverse and finding the real Peter Parker, uh, Gwen Stacy. Uh, you've also got Nicolas Cage in there playing like a retro 1930s um, Spider-Man noir. Um, and you've also got like Spider-Pig in there as well, which um, <laughs> it, it's honestly, it's it's such a fantastic film and watching it in 4k as well. It looks incredible. It's, it's a six year old film now, but honestly, like, I really recommend it. Like if you get a chance over Christmas, um, but that was probably my first introduction to Mars Morales, I think, but we mentioned earlier that the story isn't really where it's at with this game. It is the gameplay and it is all about the, the feel of New York. So coming on to gameplay as King, do you think this game's fun? Depends what you're doing. Um, if you're swinging around, I think it's great fun, just as fun as it was in 2018, except probably even more fun because mm-hmm. I I love the animations here. Yeah. They're great animations in 2018, but <clears throat> I love the fact that... <clears throat> my voice may not last the episode. Um, <laughs> I love the fact that Miles Morales looks clumsy in what he's doing. Yeah, like when he's swinging from web to web and stuff. Yeah, the animation blending is excellent and... Yeah, there's just something very charming about the clumsy... Oh, I'm dying. The clumsy way um, Miles Morales swings around um, New York. And yeah, so I, so the web slinging is just as good as it always was. Um, the combat I find tedious. I said it during the Arkham City episode. I'm just done with that style of combat. I feel like... It's just we need something new. It seems, um, it seems with the Spider-Man games, they took what worked with the the Arkham combat um, system, which you know was fine back in two thousand and seven or two thousand nine when Arkham Asylum first came out. I can't remember, maybe two thousand eight. But it seems they've they've done their tweaks to it and they've made it their own. But it is still very obviously a homage to that combat system, you know, which which hasn't aged. It hasn't aged badly, but it's been done to death. I think the, the thing with that combat system is that at one point it was hailed as what 
combat system should be in yeah. all games. Um, but I just think that time has passed and we've, we've had games with better combat come out and yeah, it feels, it doesn't feel very current to me, this fighting system anymore. Um, mm. I appreciate the fact that you can, obviously there's, there's a lot that you can do. There's lots of moves that you can do. There's a lot of, um, variety in the combat. Um, but I just found it a bit repetitive, um, for me. And I, I like the bits where there's there's some cinematic moments, and some of the set um, pieces are really good. Yeah, like when you're walking through the um, the Christmas market thing. Yeah, that's that's very cool. Um, and as mentioned before, the science museum that's very cool as well. And the um, the stealth, I don't remember if that the, the stealth is improved or not because I can't really remember. Yes, it, it has. Because in yeah, 2018, feel... the, st- the stealth of Spider-Man was alright, but you had those god-awful Mary Jane sections. Oh, I remember those. Yeah, I do remember those. The museum. Yeah. 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 So, um, so yeah, the stealth here feels quite... I mean, I'm not going to... Again, it's, it's sort of uncharted-like stealth in that it's very basic stealth, but it works and it's quite fun to kind of scan your enemies, see whether there are other enemies nearby and... Um, latch them to the ceiling that's 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 still fun yeah so so yeah i'd, I'd say it, it is for the most part but your mileage with the combat will vary i think yeah that's fair enough like, i i think the game I, I also think the game's fun um i i agree with you that the, the web swinging is where it's at and you know that the, the difference between 2018 and, and 2020 being the the Peter Parker that you play as in the former he's an experienced Spider-Man that's been doing it a few years and he's very very slick um, but at the same time is Peter Parker so it can be a little bit clumsy whereas Miles Morales has only recently just got to grips with web, web swinging and it feels a little bit chaotic but he's got his own swing on it as well pardon the pun um, but yeah, there's there's just something about Miles's movement that is just very free flowy, which I like. Yeah, it's it's, it's lovely. It's really it lovely feels choppy, but yeah, at the same time it feels right. Um, yeah. So so I, I I agree with the with the web swinging. The, the comp- it feels like the video game version of when Tobey Maguire first starts web swinging and web slinging and mm. he's like hitting walls and he's yeah yeah he's, it's just a bit chaotic. Yeah, definitely. Um, and, you know, the stuff that you can unlock through the game aid in combat, but the same as with the 2018 game, the only thing that I was ever really interested in was unlocking the different suits. And um, I think in the 2018 version, I mostly sat in the Scarlet Spider outfit, um, which is the one where he's got, like, the blue hoodie on. Uh, whereas in this game, I switched between the outfit that you get at the start where he's in the shorts and he's got his hood up and stuff. I quite like that outfit. Um, and the other one being the Into the Spider-Verse suit because I don't know if you unlocked it or if you, you, you messed around at all, but the way that the animation works in the film Into the Spider-Verse, it's very... I, I don't even know how to describe it other than the, the animation style is very fragmented. Um, and there's a when you unlock that suit, you can unlock like a fragmented mode in terms of the web swinging. That's really, really cool. Um, but I, that, if you take anything away from this episode, you should go and watch that film because it's brilliant. 
Um, what was what was your favourite move? That would just be the web swingy. Yeah, web slingy. Yeah, it's just it's just great. And there are certain games that make traversal fun, and this is one of those games where I think you'd have to be playing it for a very long time for it to get old, which is mm. the biggest compliment you can give it. Yeah, de- definitely. Um, and you know things like you can still fast travel on this game. You can get the the subway and stuff. Um, but realistically, you're playing a Spider-Man game. Why would you want to do that? And B, if you're playing it on PS5 or, or on PC, I mean, the it won't even load the visual of you being on the subway before it loads into where you're going. You may as well just swing there and enjoy the journey. Um, but my, my favourite move is uh, Miles has got these um, these special powers. Um, oh, the Venom. Yeah, powers. so the, 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 the bio um, combat and one of the one of the attacks that you've got is it's a venom punch um once you've charged it up you can really kind of just like knock knock the face off your uh your enemies and it's it's very good for breaking down defenses and stuff but yeah i think the venom punches on on this game are, are awesome um we've talked about the visuals and you know how how this game looks and you know it, it looks fantastic for for what it is particularly with the with the ray tracing um, and the the vibe it gives off at Christmas, particularly around uh, where where Miles is from in, in in Harlem. But I want to talk a little bit about the the music. Uh, I want to talk about the music in the the UI. So, in Spider Man twenty eighteen, the music is very orchestral. It's very what you would imagine from a superhero film like the Tobey Maguire films. It's very um, orchestral, superhero esque movie theme tune vibes. Epic. Yeah, whereas with this game, the the music is a lot more suited to Miles. It isn't, you know, an epic orchestral sc- score. There are elements of that in this game, but it is a lot more um, based with different vibes of music. You've got some like hip hop in there. You've got some um, you've got some pop, and it really melts in quite well with the orchestral I stuff. I think it's a cooler game than yeah. uh, Spider-Man yeah. 2018. It, it very much is. And another thing that I like about this game, you know, in, in the 2018 game, you've got side quests and side missions, um, which you can go and find and go to. Whereas in this game, you've got the, the phone. And the UI is you would open your phone up and go to someone that's asked for Spider-Man's help, which I quite liked. Um rather than having to go around and find stuff. And one of the little side quests I want to just shout out, I mean, it wasn't a particularly amazing side quest, but just the fact that you go and save a cat that's called Spider-Man. Um, oh, yeah. That's not <laughs> like, even a side quest. Is, I mean, it's, cause well, it's part of the main quest, isn't it? Yeah, it's, it's just a bit yeah. of a side activity during the main quest, I suppose. Um, so moving on to the question of the week, um, you came up with the question of the week, so you've probably thought this through um, this week. But the question is... We discussed there aren't very many Christmas games in general, and there aren't any on the list at all. What what would make a good Christmas game? Do you think? Um. So my suggestion for a Christmas game, I remember when I was a kid. I don't know if it was a book or uh, what it was, but basically it was um, Santa Claus in different countries in different times and how. Santa Claus had changed, like for example the the German Santa Claus or um, I don't know that the pagan Santa Claus. Um, 
so it had these pictures and it was just how this image of Santa Claus came to be um, the image of Santa Claus that we have today. And I think it'd be really interesting to explore the different mythology behind Santa Claus um, because some of them were a bit darker than our sort of Santa Claus mythology. If you're a child listening, I'm sorry that I've spoiled your Christmas. Um, and... You can't be saying that. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. <coughs> what you were getting at there is the mythology around Santa Claus's um, backstory and his, his origin, but it's the fact that Santa is real. Santa is very real. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's fine. That's what that's what you meant. That's cool. He's played by Mr. Blobby. Um, and... That's right, Mr. Blobby. Um, this is most famous part, actually. <laughs> Do continue. Yeah. The... yeah. So, um, so I envisaged a game where you visit all these different times and places, and I envisioned a game where you you had to collect something from each of these places, and. Um, I don't know. Save maybe uh, maybe it's that the hub world is the modern world, and for some reason Christmas has been stolen from this world. So you've got this black and white world um, with no Christmas, and you have to go into these different realms, these different times, these different locations, and collect a piece of something to restore Christmas in the modern world. And you would see the different versions of Santa Claus. Um, with different names, um, the pagan Santa Claus, and uh, so on. I mean, this this book that I remember from being a child had like dozens of these Santa Claus um, types. Yeah. So, so I envisaged uh, a game where you do that, and, and I thought, well, what what would the tone of this game be like? And I thought it might be a platformer, and obviously, being a Christmas game, I think it would be quite family friendly as well. Um, and I imagine something a bit like Psychonauts. I don't know if you've um, had any experience. I've never with that played game, it, but I've seen gameplay of it. It's very, it's a very quirky platformer. It's very humorous and can be dark at times. And Tim Schafer, isn't it? Yeah, very yeah. sharp. Um, so I imagine something like that. So I think this this platformer where you visit all these uh, different worlds and you save Christmas. I think that's. Uh, it could be a good game, not only a good Christmas game, but a good game. So if you're a developer and you want to pick that idea up... Um, get that's to be £20,000, please. That will be £20,000... English pounds. Gil. That's right. I um, I struggled in coming up with an idea for what would make a good Christmas game because most Christmas games that I haven't played just aren't very good. Um, and the first thing that comes to my mind when I think of a Christmas game are those old Flash games that you'd play on new grounds um, for anyone that is, you know, within our age range, late 20s, early 30s, you're probably getting flashbacks of, of playing new grounds games during your IT lessons at school. Um, but it would be like elf bowling and stuff like that. Or I, I never think of like AAA Christmas games, but the, the way that I'd answer this question is that it doesn't have to be a Christmas game to make it good. You just have to get the environment right and the vibe right. So with Mars Morales, I think they did Christmas well. Um, you know, it it was always there around you while playing the game, which I liked. Whereas, you know, in other games where there are Christmas sections, 
it comes and goes and you, you forget about it. Whereas this game I quite is like bullies, to be fair. I, I thought that was a good Christmas section. It was um, alright. It was alright. The, but... uh, the Xbox version I, I played had Christmas themed missions as well, which was nice. Yeah. So for me, I, I'd say it's the environment and the build up around the Christmas section, I suppose. But I think Miles Morales did it did it well. Um, in terms of wrapping up and talking about whether or not we think something deserves to be on the list, we don't really do that this time because this game isn't on the list, so therefore it definitely doesn't deserve to be there. Um, we can still ask the question. Yeah, I mean, this game is rated a meta score of 85, and I think some of the lower games on the top 100 list may be coming at about 89, 90, maybe. I think they're about 92, 93. Okay, well then I am wrong. Um, so obviously this is not way off the, the mark, but you know it's not that close to the top 100 list. But do you think this is worthy of being you know, discussed amongst such high-caliber competition? It's an interesting one because we've not, uh, during our discussion of the game, we've not actually discussed kind of... Um, the quality of the game and I think the flaw with this game that prevents it from kind of reaching the heights that it could do is there's there's a familiarity about the structure of it and you've got I mean how many times during playing this game do you have a view of the map and all these icons appearing on the map Mm. that you can then go off and do and at times, it was borderline sort of a, a Ubisoft game um, yeah. in, the, in the things you can do. Uh, it's not quite that bad, but I was never compelled to, to go out of my way much to do a lot of this stuff. Like I, And to be honest, I wasn't in the 2018 Spider-Man, but I started doing the stuff and that's I did it all because I, I wanted to get the plastic in the end. Um, but by the end of it, I was kind of sick of the side content. So... I think the the thing that stops these games from being great is they play it a bit too safe. And that, for me, would be why I'd say, no, it doesn't deserve to be on the list. Um, but it doesn't mean that a future entry won't be on the list because if they can just, I don't know, do something a bit different, try something a bit different with it, mm. then I think it could be. Uh, the quality... Of certain elements is there, but it's just um, pushing that boundary and creating something special. I think I'm I'm, I'm looking forward to Spider Man too because that's coming out next year. I think um, I think they said yeah. uh, like the fall of 2023. Yeah, um, and they've not really they've not really released much regarding it, but you know that Peter and Miles are both going to be in that game, and as well as that, I think one of the enemies or the enemy is Venom, um, and Venom's always fun. Like Venom's great. Um, if if he's done well but in terms of whether I think this game deserves a spot on on the top 100 list or within that kind of caliber the gameplay and stuff yes but as an overall game no I think this is one of the the easiest games to just pick up and play and have fun with which at the end of the day is what games are all about I think and I think this is a very good game and I prefer it over the one from 2018 as I much as I, I, you know, I, I do like that game a lot. 
Uh, I haven't platinumed it or anything, but I've I've put a lot of hours into it. And I think this game has a place somewhere, not in the top 100, but it is a fantastic game. And anyone that hasn't played it, that has access to a PS5 or has a, a gaming laptop or gaming computer, I'd say it's definitely worth your time because it's only 10 to 15 hours long, really. Um, it's, it's, it's a good laugh and it just feels it feels fun and it'll i think it'll put you in a bit of a christmasy mood which is you know well, not every game has to be that big no. release that amazing thing it can just be fun yeah. entertaining and that and, stuff and i think a lot of the games that you and me are going to be talking about when we when we come out of the top 100 and do our own games i think they probably fall into that category um and i was i was thinking about this the other day the, the the games that we talk about when we do our 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 top ones that we want want to play, it may not even be the fact that they're games that we think should be in the top one hundred, but they're potentially yeah, games there's, there's that have had the most impact on us. You know. Yeah, of course. And you know, I I think that's an important thing to talk about. But yeah, I I mean, I I really like this game, and as a Christmas game, it's definitely the most Christmassy one that we've done so far for the list, and. I very much enjoyed my time with it. So that's that. Anything to add about Spider-Man Mars Morales other than something related to Mr. Blobby? Oh, he's already been mentioned. He's at he his, has met, yeah, he's that's at right. his tip of the hat. Um, just apologies for my snuffles and sniffles this episode. And quite unacceptable. Because you're going to get the same again. Yeah, because we're <laughs> literally recording back to back. So lucky you. But our... Um, our Christmas time, I suppose, we're, we're taking uh, the week off between um, Christmas and New Year and we're going to be back on January the Six. January the 6th, um, at which point we're... Do you want to say what game we're going to be doing? Is it the 6th or the 5th? Let's find out. I'll have, I'll have a little look at my calendar right now. Yeah. Because we're always very planned and we're always very ready for any eventuality on this podcast. It's the 5th. Thursday the 5th of January is our next episode back. Yeah, what are so we playing? This game will be um, <laughs> Super Mario Advance 4, Super Mario Bros 3. Is that what it's called? Correct. That is exactly what it's called. Um, I had to think about that. Yeah, so it's it's, it's effectively Super Mario 3. Um but yes, so we're coming back 5th of Jan with a Mario game. And then after that, it'll only be Mario Odyssey that's left. We've played quite a few Mario games on this list. But Mario 3 is a little bit of a different one because it's, uh, it's from a different time, I suppose. But yeah, that's pretty much it from us. As usual, find us on social media. You can email us at the long short of it podcast at hotmail.com. But I think all that is left to be said is uh, we hope that you have a very Merry Christmas a very Happy New Year uh, you stay safe and enjoy yourselves I suppose and just a just a merry festive period uh, yes for everyone uh, that's right whether you, whether you have Christmas or not because we, we do get lots of listeners from different countries and we do backgrounds so yeah Merry Merry everything yeah merry holidays um but yes we'll see you in the new year for mario and in the meantime take care and have a nice 
December, January end start. But yeah, we'll see you soon. Cheerio. See you on the next one.